Good evening, good evening on Sunday night, the 7th of June. Trust you had a phenomenal Sunday with all the pork roast and chops and lamb chops and whatever you had to eat. But tonight is the night to speak the word. June month, the month of preparation. Somebody say preparation of obedience and focus. Now we share powerful principles and and uh, thank you Pastor Renee from the UK that sent me that great message and everybody welcome tonight with us even out of Asia, America, Africa, Europe. Welcome. We're here to share the word. We did say the word has never been given that we must increase our knowledge the word must be given so that we can fulfill the will of God. Now tonight I want to take you on the journey with the scripture where Paul addressed the church in Corinth. And he spoke to them. Because remember now, what are we doing? Preparation. Exercising. And uh, so that we can run in complete obedience. And listen what he says in 1 Corinthians chapter 16 verse 13. Be alert, <laughs> he says, and on your guard. Stand firm in your faith. He says your conviction, your respecting man's relationship to God and divine things, says the Amplified. Keeping the trust and holy fervor, born of faith and a part of it. Act like men and be courageous, and grow in strength. Oh my word, that's a powerful, powerful statement that Paul made. And um, the Afrikaans starts with, Vak, stand fast in the Now, Now, that's very powerful when you think that it says, be alert, <laughs> because there's a reason that you need to be alert and on your guard. We are dealing, we're not warring against flesh and blood. Ephesians chapter number 6. There's demonic spirits that tries to oppose. Now, now, remember all the truth that we're going to share tonight to help you to understand direction. And with direction comes correction, what we hate. And that's why we need to come to the word of the Lord that we need to do, be in preparation, develop that spiritual muscles, exercise with that full armor God gave you. And uh, because I'm going to give you keys at the end, that's going to shorten the struggle. The battle is more the battle of the mind than battle in the physical. But I want to guide you on the journey. Now, I don't want to throw out slogans and not help you how to get there. Now, Paul was addressing Timothy at a time, and uh, he shared also a powerful, powerful word to him. Remember now, alert, be alert, be on guard. And then he says, be courageous, be full of courage, be a strong soldier of the Lord. <laughs> Why? We have the victory. Say, I have already the victory. The victory was won. The battle was overcome. Devil was defeated. Him, his mother-in-law, his aunts, his great-grandparents, the devil was defeated. And you have the victory through Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. 
and the blood of the Lamb we have overcome by the blood. Somebody say the blood and the word of our testimony. Now hear what Paul tells Timothy here. And uh, because he said, we are in a fight. Say, I am in a fight and I need to get out of that fight. <laughs> and this is how I have victory over the fight. 1 Timothy 6, 12. Fight the good fight of faith. It didn't say be passive. It didn't say just throw in the towel. It didn't say just quit. It just didn't say, ah, oh, just let everything just happen. No, you're the history maker. You're the planet shaker. You're the atmosphere changer. Remember when Jesus came to Gadarene and that demonic man saw him and all those demons and said, did you come before the time? He changed the atmosphere. Then they begged him. You have authority. Luke chapter 10 verse 19. Go and watch the morning service again to help you. And this is what Paul tells him here about the good fight that we are fighting. He says, fight the good fight of the faith. Lay hold of the eternal life to which you were summoned and for which you confessed. Come on, and good confession of faith before many witnesses. Oh, my word. That tells us tonight that we are engaged in something. And uh, I said this morning, the devil is after the word. He's after the word. It doesn't matter how anointed you are. God anoints a stick. He anoints a fish. He anoints five loaves and two breads. He anoints the water. It turns into wine. That's not what the, the measure stick is. The measure stick is the enemy is after the word of God. If he can get the word out of you, the word produces what? Courage. The word produces faith. Faith produces that courage that you can speak to the mountains, speak to your circumstances. Romans chapter 4, call the things that's dead to come alive <laughs> and the things that doesn't exist into existence. Call that things. You have the authority, a creative power to do this. And that's why Paul comes and he tells Timothy, he said, you are in a fight and it's a good fight of faith that we are fighting because obedience is the key that's going to help you. Now, I'm going to give to you why are we getting involved in a fight of faith? What, what, what triggers that? What activates that? Quickly, a few things that's going to help you to understand what, what is the reason that we are fighting Number one, we fight against the will of God. It's a battle. My own flesh wants to do one thing and the will of God says do this thing. The will of God says my word hand over, <laughs> surrender. That's the key words. You know, we always want to keep something and, and if you do this, I'll do that. And but no, 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 no. It says, <laughs> listen, follow the instruction of God. Because when, when Moses addressed the people, he said the condition of your progress in life, of your prosperity, of the goodness of God hangs on this. If you hearken and obey to the voice of the Lord your God, all these blessings will come upon you. Deuteronomy 28 verse 1. Verse 15 says, 
Now, don't tell me, oh, that's Old Testament, that's... Um, no, 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 Aiko. <laughs> what did we read this morning out of Timothy? The whole scripture has been given for what? Instruction. It's God breathed. Verse 15 says, when you don't listen to the voice of the Lord your God, then all these curses come. It's not God cursing you. You open the door for the enemy because disobedience is one of the most dangerous things that get people in trouble, get people in battles and do not to overcome, make people poor, give them a poverty mentality and that they settle for less in life. Don't settle for less in Jesus' name. Fight the good fight of faith because that's what Paul was saying. He said, fight Hold that onto that faith. Hold onto your confession because the enemy will come and try to throw his weight against you. He tries to hinder you. Paul says at one time, <laughs> Satan hindered us. <laughs> he didn't stop them. He tried, he prolonged the process. He tries to get them off focus, to take detours, but they stayed focused. Now, that's the reasons we get into a fight uh, and the fight of faith, God said it. And how more you said it, how more it seems the circumstances is standing against. No, no, no. Stand on the firm foundation. You are busy building a house on the rock, <laughs> on the foundation. Floods and coronavirus and uh, whatever wants to come against you, you're going to remain standing. I feel sorry for the people that are not building on the word. Now it's a developing, it's a discipline. And that's what we need to do. Somebody say discipline. That's a word we hate. We don't like the word discipline. Now listen what he, he says here. And that's very important tonight for us to understand all the things that the enemy tries to come against us and that we are in this fight. The flesh will always resist the will of God. <laughs> The flesh, <laughs> this thing, we actually died. We, we, we're supposed to live that Christ lives through us. And uh, that's quite a, a journey that we are in. But it's a good fight. Oh, my word. How do I, I know it's a good fight? Because you're the winner. <laughs> if you settle in your mind, you're going to lose. Then you have lost the battle. But even if it failed, everything is against you. Fight the good fight of faith. Move into the will of God. Use the weapons. The second thing, <laughs> that the mind that tries to operate and wants to operate in convenience of logic and reason. <laughs> Jesus and I also always uh, use this as an example. Tell Peter when he said, we're in trouble. We need to pay Caesar tax. Catch a fish. <laughs> logic and human sense. <laughs> doesn't match up with what Jesus just said. <laughs> he said, you give them something to eat. Oh, Lord, we don't have anything. McDonald's is closed. It's locked down there in where they are. <laughs> and Nando's doesn't operate. And what's the other places? The, the pizza places. But here's a little boy. He's got five <laughs> loaves of bread and two fishes. That's enough. He said, you give them something to eat. And now the amazing story about the miracle because they were fighting the good fight and they were strong and courageous and they changed the atmosphere and they made history. The miracle didn't happen in Jesus' hands. 
That's where a lot of people miss the thing. They think, God bless me, God give me, my name is Jimmy, and just give me, give me, give me. No, 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 you need to act. The miracle happened in the disciples' hand. Five loaves, two fishes, and as they break the bread. Now, that loaves is not what we have today. Little thing it is. And as they <laughs> were breaking the bread, it multiplied in their hands. The fish multiply. The miracle is in your hand tonight to activate, to shorten the struggle, to bring an end to what the enemy tries to do. <laughs> the third thing is circumstances that seems to stand in the way. Oh, my word, because your mind says it's impossible, it cannot, and then circumstances tries to... How do you think with all these days that we are in lockdown, it's only God that can keep this ministry going. Glory to Jesus. And it's only God that can add daily now. And it's only God that can provide. And he does it how we activate the miracle. We do it. We act on the word. Somebody say act on the word. And uh, the fourth thing is uh, people oppose you. Oh my Jesus. Die for the opinion of people. If they say impossible, say God says it's possible. If they say it cannot happen, say God says it can happen. If they say, man, it, 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 this thing has got... No, 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 no. We are in the beginning of a realignment, of a repositioning, of a training period so that we can follow instruction and be victorious. We are victorious already in the mind of God. And the last thing that the enemy, there's many lot, but I just lift up five, but what I've pinned down, listen, and I said it before, the devil will try to come and stand against you. But I want you to shout tonight. I want the neighbors to run out. I want the security guards to come. I want the helicopter, <laughs> because they must say somebody got crazy. Shout it tonight, hallelujah. Say, I have the victory. Say, I have it. Not I'm going to have it. Say, I have the victory right now through Jesus. Hallelujah. And that's why if I have the victory, I need to follow the instruction. If you hearken and obey to the voice of the Lord your God, if you follow, if you do what I tell you to do, <laughs> who, who are the friends of God? Because they do the will of God. <laughs> Come on, people, and they do it how? By faith. You are my disciples. I no longer call you. You're my friends if you do what I tell you to do. Because the door to your blessing, the door to your overflow, the door to your superabundance, the door to your super surplus of <laughs> more than enough lies in follow the instruction. Fight the good fight. <laughs> Stand firm. Be alert. <laughs> You're not ignorant of the devices of the devil. That means the devil cannot take you by. Wow, surprise. You have the anointing. And you are, you know, every plan and plot of Satan. Stay in the word. Now listen. Disobedience is the major problem. All over the world. What did I say? What does the word say? Disobedience. Obedience is greater. Is better than sacrifice. We, we, we deal with a generation. 
And this is the testing ground where are we in right now. In June 2020, we're in the lockdown. What down you want to... I, I call it this time. It's the preparation time. <laughs> oh, my word. Listen. And uh, what needs to happen is that people tries to just go with the flow. Stop it. Stand out. Be firm. Be courageous. Stand on the word. Use the word. Because disobedience, I said, is the major problem in Christians and all over the world. They're not following God's word as it said. They have all these aids. <laughs> you know that they try the walker, the, the cane, the hearing aid. Spiritually, I'm talking now that they try to figure their life out. Now, Jesus made a statement, and that helps me in my journey with God. He said there, he said, Why do you call me Lord, Lord? <laughs> Luke chapter 6, 46. And do not practice what I tell you to do. Significance is built and guaranteed by hearing the word, obeying the word. Remember the parable of building the house and what James says, because your overflow lies in how you're going to respond to the word of God. Many times we will give God an excuse and that excuse why we are not doing some things, what we ask us to do, or what we're supposed to do. <laughs> I call it, we call up a, a seance, <laughs> a personal, a reason, a hurt, <laughs> a, a seance to camouflage my disobedience, my stubbornness, my rebellion with the excuse, and then I miss what God actually had in mind for me. Deuteronomy chapter 30, you choose. Life is made out of these phenomenal choices. You can either stay focused and be obedient, or get distracted and get derailed from what God has designed you to be. And in this time, we cannot walk the paths we had walked before. This is, oh, Pastor Lee, when he was preaching at the October conference and he said it. He said, 2020, God told him, new beginnings. This is a fresh start for you. A new beginning to be in the super plan of God for your life. Israel were traveling in the desert. A new generation came. And they lay at the mountain and God said, Move away! And they say, no, we follow your instructions. God said, uh-uh, I corner. You didn't follow. I gave you over to the desire of your heart. Wow, that is dangerous. When you are hand over to the desire of your heart, my way, reason, logic. No, 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 no. His will must become my will. You will hear that word over and over and that's why, <laughs> don't look for an excuse and to, to camouflage not doing God's plan. 
God's got promotion. He says growing is the, the thing to grow, 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 grow. Come spiritual giants in the Lord. Come on people, the favor of God, the blessing of God has been poured out upon your life. The life and to have it in abundance, John 10. That's what God has in store. He doesn't have a small, timid, he created you to be that roaring lion. Oh, and all the prophetic people say, the roar of the lion. Now we are in the roar of the lion time frame, where you need to be bold and roar with the scripture. <laughs> Not meow like a cat. <laughs> God created you as a king, but you see yourself as a cat. Don't do this. God created you to be a champion. You see yourself as mediocre, as a loser. Now, I want to be sweet and short. <laughs> Leon Schuster's movie tonight. Listen, and that's why James comes and he says, be doers of the word. You carry the ability as a ruler, as ambassador, as a king, as a prophet of your life and as a priest, listen, to block almost God's blessing if you don't obey the word of God. Wow. You cannot let your excuses overrule God's word, God's will, and your passion. The moment when that happened, you are in big trouble. That's why Deuteronomy is so powerful and we need to understand what the word of God means. Now, he says, stand firm. And I've put some things down here. Every test or trial has a lifespan. There's an expiration date on what you're going through. <laughs> Don't make a permanent choice for a temporary problem. And that permanent choice is quitting and tossing in the towel and say, I give up. I cannot take it anymore. Ah, ba 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 ba. No, 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 no. It's making a permanent choice for a temporary problem. Don't do it. Because the, you must stay focused. And the church of Jesus, every believer, every born again believer, every disciple, every son of God, stay focused on the cause to make disciples, to teach people. You have overcome already. Come on, somebody. <laughs> That's why <laughs> don't be like so many people. They, they, they just give in. They just quit. They, 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 they cannot. They feel weak. No, the Bible says when you're weak, you're actually strong. Uh, I'm poor. No, 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 no. Don't say that words. You put yourself in chains. Let the poor say, I am rich. Give thanks. <laughs> and that's where in Luke, now Luke, Jesus, they were uh, arguing the people and the disciples and who will be first and he will be last and who's going to sit on the throne. And then Jesus addressed Peter. Oh, my word. When I was reading the scripture, and that has so much truth. Listen there in Luke chapter. Oh my word. Let's get to Luke. Mark, Luke, John, Timothy. Whatever. Luke 22. Luke 22, 31. Now uh, 
You need to read the whole thing to understand the context. But listen what Jesus said. Now this was Jesus in his very, very own words. And he says in the 22nd chapter, verse 31. Listen what he says. He says, Oh my word. Luke 22. Did I say 22? Yeah, 22. And verse 31. I mean 33. Uh, 23. <laughs> he said, Simon, Simon, Peter. Listen. Satan has asked excessively that all of you be given up to him out of the power and keeping of God, that he might sift all of you like grain. But <laughs> whatever Satan tries, when Jesus put a but on that, that's going to qualify what he has in mind. He's going to give the instruction now. And if they follow it now, we know Peter did not because that's how he could say, I don't know him. I'm not part of him. But listen to what he says. But I have prayed especially for you, Peter, that your own faith may not fail. And when you yourself have turned again, strengthen and establish your brethren. Oh, my word. And then Peter, of course, like we all do, he puts on a show, <laughs> he said to him, Lord, I am ready to go with you both to prison and to death. But Jesus said, I tell you, Peter, before a single <laughs> crow from the crock, you shall or crow this day, you will three times utterly deny that you know me. And that's a powerful statement. What did Jesus tell them? How not to be served, how not to hand over, how not to give the enemy a foothold, how to be strong and courageous, how to be alert. That thing in the original text says that your faith will not be reduced to inactivity, that your faith will not be reduced to inactivity, because inactive faith, listen, <laughs> means tonight that you're not using your authority and you just go with the flow. Now, that you lose the focus of what God wants you to do to prepare, to develop that spiritual mess, muscles and things. The message translation says that you will not give in or give out. <laughs> you will not give in or give out. In other words, that you will not toss in the towel. Now let me come to the end. Somebody say, miracles still do happen. We are nearly at the close of the service. Because, listen, this is the key word tonight. And I want to give you that key words. How <clears throat> to stop the struggle in your life. How to get out of that rut. How to get out of that situation that the enemy tries to put you in. <laughs> because all of us in this building and where you're watching and where you are and wherever you may be, you have a fight to fight. And that's why it's called 
the good fight of faith. I said during the week, struggle, somebody say struggle, is the proof that you have not yet been conquered by the enemy. <laughs> struggle is the sign you have not been conquered. And you're not going to be conquered because you're going to use the principles of the word. Listen, family, that's why it's so important. <laughs> now, now I've, I've put some things in writing that I want you. You are destined to become a giant killer. You are destined. That's God's idea. Remember Ephesians 1. I pray that you may understand the immeasurable, unlimited, surpassing power of His greatness that's in you and for you who believe. Now you can understand every time when you read <coughs> the word believe or don't let your faith get inactive is a sign faith is the key. Somebody said love is the greatest. No, love is the greatest in that context, but love works or faith works by love. Faith is the greatest. Oh, Gustav, 1 Corinthians 13, yeah, it speaks about, uh, you know, the gifts. It says about the gifts. You go to the store and uh, you get all the groceries you need. And then you get to the cashier and she scan it. And when she gave you the amount, you say, love! <laughs> they thought you're loony, they're going to put you in prison. Because you cannot pay that with love. But you can do it by faith with exchanging the money or the card or whatever before you walk out of that store. That's why faith, the just shall live how? Not from experience to experience, not from a miracle to a miracle, not from a paycheck to a paycheck, not from a bonus to a bonus, not from an inheritance to an inheritance. The just shall live by what they believe, by faith. The whole Bible has been given to build up my belief that I will have great faith. Say great faith, a giant slayer, a giant killer to change the history of this nation by the power of the word. Now let me give you the few things that will help you how to change and shorten the struggle that you are in. Remember, the battle you fight is in your mind first. The devil knows if he can attack your mind. He knows he cannot change your spirit, man. That's born again. That's connected with heaven. He needs to mess up your mind. He works with the what? Speed of a thought. He works with what? Speed of a thought. Somebody just make a remark. Somebody just say something. Somebody just put their finger in that hurt. Uh, you look at your circumstances and your mind starts spinning and running. Oh my word, am I glad that we did not open the church. Yesterday morning when we did the funeral, I realized we would be in big trouble. <clears throat> because how do you do this unpersonal, <laughs> organized thing? While God's word wants to bring you liberty. And in this time, it's that developing, that muscles. 
I go to the gym when the gym was open a lot of times. I come out there and go in the, the, the washing room, sweat all over, and I say, you had a powerful workout. No, I did not. I had free sweat. Where? In the sauna. <laughs> now it's the same. The church is like the sauna. We go, oh, hallelujah, glory to God. And we get, but if we exit there, that we develop the muscles that week. Now, this is the thing that you need because you, you have the ability, there's forces, there's the word of God that will shorten this battle in the mind that you look at a complete different way your outlook of life. Now, I use the example of a cat. Everybody, C-A-T, cat. A cat. I don't want, I don't want to say what they call that in Netherlands. <laughs> That's a dangerous word. <laughs> but a cat. Listen, some people look at a cat as an enemy. If you've got allergies, oh my Lord, the cat will be your enemy. The mouse look at the cat as an enemy. The farmer looks at the cat as a weapon against the rats in his barn. The pet lover pets the cat and he goes brr, 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 as a companion, as somebody. Another cat looks at that cat and say, see, oh my word, maybe a mate. But listen, everybody looks at the same object different. And it's the same with life. God wants to bring you on the same page as what he is. The Bible says, I can see some of you laughing. As he is, so are we. Wow. Jesus said, just what my father tells me, that's what I tell you. I teach you. So, so he gave the word. Four things will stop this battle will stop the struggle, will stop the depression, will stop the anxiety, will stop the fear. Number one, your speech. The world is created by words. Your world, what you live in every day, is created by your speech. We speak a lot about that. Death and life, Proverbs chapter 18, says a man's belly will be satisfied with the words that he speak, death and life is in the power of the tongue. Be cautious what comes out. Stop speaking your problems. Speak the solution. Stop speaking about how big your mountains is and how difficult. If you know what's on the other side of the mountain, you will immediately start rejoicing and speak to the mountain. Speak to the mountain. Mark chapter 11, 21, 22, 23, 24. Speak to the mountain your speech. Number two, <laughs> that I've put down, your focus. What you focus the most on in life, that's the direction your path is going to go. If you keep on focusing on everything that's not good, he said, she said, the media said, oh, that's what uh, the news feed said, that's what, stop doing that. Focus on the word. Focus on God's word. That's your power. That's your weapon. To focus. I am what the word says I am. 
So focus on what the word is saying. Victorious overcomer, a champion. Your needs are met. Focus on that. By stripes you are healed. Number three, that you need uh, to keep on your actions. You cannot stay passive. Be a doer. All these things boils down to one thing. Just do the word. But become a doer of the word. If the word says the Lord is your shepherd, walk and follow the good shepherd. Don't follow your emotions. Don't follow the leading of nonsense. Follow the voice. He said, my sheep knows my voice. Come on, people. You need to follow the voice of God. Oh, my word, be planted. Be part of a family that you can flourish and that you can prosper. <laughs> Become in action. Do the action of the word. If you do what God's word is telling you, you will have the results of that word. Move from passiveness to activity. Every day, speak the word. Tonight, God, I'm going to help South Africa change. I'm part of this great move of God. I'm part of this great harvest that's coming. I'm going to walk in resurrection power. Now how? By doing the word. Doing the word. Because we scroll down. We un they say we spend more time on the cell phones than on anything. Use your cell phone to encourage people. You will never hear I put negative stuff on social media or fight or attack people. No, don't do that. You, you, you belittle yourself. You, you give the enemy a stronghold. And you're not going to be alert. Because your mind needs to be alert. So what did we say? Number one, your speech. Number two, your focus. <laughs> Come on, people. Number three, your actions. Number four, oh my word. You're giving. Oh, here we go again. You know, God's nature is a giver. The reason that you and I have the ability to say we're going to live forever is because God demonstrates his nature. Giving. Give people love. Share a good word. Give your finances in the kingdom. Oh, my word. Is this again a No, do with your money whatever you like. I'm telling you the key words that's going to help you and bring an end to the struggle that you are in. Lanzel said this morning, God gives seed to the sower. Now, when he gives bread to eat, uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 9, and then he gives seed to the sower. Why people, uh, somewhere you ate up your seed. No, no, use your seed. So I have a saying where you want to go in life. You're giving. Because what does it do? It creates a partnership with God. <laughs> Come on, people. I, I, this is phenomenal. The world is changed by your example, not by your opinion. It's the opinion of people that got us in trouble. It's the opinion of somebody that say he, they prophet, they this, they that, they that. They heard from God, they went in the throne room. Now, I believe people can do that. But then they gave their opinion. It doesn't match the word. It's your example. Follow me as I follow Christ, says Paul. 
follow Jesus as he followed the instruction, God manifest in the flesh. And that's the awesome thing because I said the world is changed. How? By your example. Now listen what Math, uh, Luke 6, 38 says. Give. Now, who do you think is speaking there? Jesus. Give and it shall be given back to you. The Amplified says gifts plus that will be given back to you. Give and it shall be given back to you. Good measure. Press down. Shaken together. Running over. While men give into your bosom. There are people watching and standing under instruction of God. To release what is in their hands so that God can release what is in his hand. Now, if I want to shorten my struggle, everything I said here is using the weapons of Ephesians 6. The sword of the spirit, that's the word of God. And the shield of faith to quench the fiery missiles of the enemy. Make a declaration to this night. Say, I'm going to be more powerful this week than in any other week in my life. June month, I speak to you. You're going to be greater. Wow, more powerful. More <laughs> from the supernatural power of God manifest in my life than any other month in my life or year of my life. 2020, I'm going to be so victorious. I'm going to be coming out as refined gold out of the <laughs> refined fires. Come on, somebody. I'm going to be so blessed, so powerful because the hand of God moves upon my life and I have the weapons to stop the struggle, to get my mind alert, my heart receptive. Come on. And I have the word of God. Use the word. Guard your speech. Be focused on your assignment. God doesn't chop and change. It's not schizophrenic. Focus. Focus means so powerful. And number three, we said, come in action. <laughs> Quitting is not an option. Be a winner in the mighty name of Jesus. And then... Your giving. What do I do? I have the sword of the spirit. I have the weapon of God. The weapons are released through the spoken word. The weapons are released through my focus. Then the enemy cannot penetrate my mind. Even if he tries to shoot a, a fiery missile. I'm in action. If the enemy said quit, I show him I'm going to win. <laughs> and be a giver. A lover of God. Like never before. In this world and in this life. Your life has meaning. You were designed for a purpose. I said after this morning's service. How amazing it is that God chose us above angels. You're chosen above Michael. You're chosen above Gabriel. The angel. You're chosen above every heavenly being. Who hearken immediately to the voice of the Lord your God. And God gives you a choice. And he said, I've handpicked you. I've set you aside. I have ordained you. I have promoted you. Before the foundation of this world, I had you in mind to function 
under the unction of God's great plan. Don't miss the plan. Say, I'm coming into divine alignment. I'm in preparation. I'm moving like a mighty warrior of God. I'm sowing like a powerful farmer. And I'm running like an athlete. <laughs> Come on, people, run a bit. Run like a powerful athlete. Not to be first, but to finish the race. Tonight, if you don't know Jesus, I want to introduce you to him. Oh, he's a friend. He's everything. Oh, my word. To the Father, to the awesome Holy Spirit, to Jesus. All in one. <laughs> it's better than three in one, the oil. <laughs> and you have him inside of you. To say, Jesus, I'm not going to be religious. Because religious people crucify Jesus. It's a relationship. I'm going to love you. I love you. I'm madly in love with you, Jesus. When everything fails, you never fail. When everything quits, you never quit. <laughs> Samson, Samson said his eyes were pierced out and he was working. He said, just this one more time. Oh, my word. And he killed more enemies than in his whole career. That one more time. Make a decision tonight. Because you're going to be an obedient vessel like never before. And you're going to stay focused. Pray this prayer with me if you need Jesus. If you want to serve him. And that you're going to follow him. And make mighty disciples. Say, Lord Jesus, I come to you tonight because I've heard the word of the Lord. I confess I'm come short of the glory of God. And your word says, if I believe with my heart, confess with my mouth, I will be saved. Jesus, forgive me. Wash me in your blood. Thank you, Jesus, that tonight I declare you are the Lord of my life. I come under your submission and I hand over completely to you to follow you, to have the faith journey, the walk of faith, to operate through love and to manifest the greatness of God. Thank you, Jesus, that I will leave this broadcast as a son and a daughter of the living God. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Tell somebody, if you believe God for a miracle for healing, declare it with the weapon. By his stripes I have been made whole. He has sent his word to heal me. I'm not going to die. I'm going to love to proclaim the good news of God and be a great testimony. Every word spoken over you will bow before the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I said it over and over. You have more of God in you than cancer, than arthritis, than lung disease, than asthma, than whatever you have. There's more of Jesus in you. More of Jesus in you than financial battles and lack and poverty. Break that yoke with the power of a seed. Because your seed walks into your future to produce the phenomenal harvest. Oh my word, there's testimonies of people's debt, of bonds. That's a note on a property. Wiped out 75%. Boom, boom, boom. Listen, there's people with great... Put the word in action. We love you. Gustav de Toy from Loftal International. From the Western Cape, South Africa. From our home to your home. 
and we love you. Thank you that you allow us to be part and that we can be part of this great family. Until tomorrow morning at 11 a.m. when we share keys of faith. God bless you. You are an overcomer and a champion. And good night and have a good race. We love you.